0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: What is up, guys? It has been a long-awaited week, but we are back with another Believe in TCU football with Lauren Cottrell and J.D., where we're going to be recapping the TCU versus OSU tough, tough loss last week (laughs) uh osu defeated tcu 63 to 17 jd what (laughs) was going through your mind during this game because i have a few things that were going through mine (laughs) oh
0: man um gosh i I almost thought it was a joke at first (laughs) i thought it was a joke at first i was like man we just beat baylor like we just had a an amazing week last week, and then this game happens, and I'm like, "What well, did we? Did guys not go to the game? Did they leave people? Did like? Did we not know what time the game was? Like, what happened? Um,
1: <laughs> Were people just not something.
0: there? <laughs> yeah, the people just not come this week. Like, you know, they, you know. So I don't know. Um, it, it 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 was. It they they took a whooping. I'll say that they took a whooping. Um, but I mean. Just to give Oklahoma State some credit, like they're not a they're not a pushover team. You know, um, they're not a team that you can just look over or think you're going to run through. Like they're nine and nine and one now for a reason. So, um are ranked ten in the country. So it wasn't like yeah, like we were going in for for a cupcake game. Like yeah. we were going to have to play just as hard as we did against Baylor. Um, and I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm looking at team stats, and I know we we'll get into it, but. Uh, we just did not play great football at all on Saturday. So um what what were your thoughts? What 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 notes did you have?
1: Well I had high hopes going into this game and I think a lot of people did, you know, coming off of the mm-hmm. the momentum and the energy that we had with Baylor, but you know, I don't want to say that it was a fluke, but I think it was, you know, probably just coming off a lot of the emotions that they had from that yeah. that week, you know, losing Coach P and everything, going back to the funeral talk, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, most definitely.
1: <laughs> but no, I actually, I had high hopes for this game and, and, you know, we started the game off really good. There was, you know, literally in my notes, I have huge hit by Hodges, Hodges Tomlinson on the Cowboys first <laughs> drive. Turnover. We got the ball. We got the ball, and then we just we just lost it after that. Um, yeah. You know, and if it wasn't for those last two touchdowns, we literally would have finished the game with no touchdowns.
0: Yeah, none. Just a field goal.
1: Just, just a field goal.
0: <laughs> just a field goal.
1: So, thankfully, at least we got those. I guess that made it seem a little better, but still pretty embarrassing. I totally agree with you. We just did not play good football. You know, even looking at Chandler Morris this week to last week, you know, he had – what over 400 yards last week against Baylor mm-hmm. and this week he had
0: 103 Yeah yeah man yeah
1: just... So you know big difference there and uh you know I know we still we still were out with uh Kendre Miller wasn't in and Zach Evans wasn't in and you know Di Mercado did did the best he could but unfortunately the Cowboys defense was just yeah. up on us the whole game
0: Yeah man they 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 definitely came ready to play, um, and and you know you. I think, I think two things. I think one, um, one. Baylor, like we talked about last week, like Baylor didn't know what to do with Chandler Morris. Uh, yeah. hadn't really seen him before. Hadn't really, you know, they. I, I know they heard of him. He's in. The, he's a you know Big Twelve guy, but you know they didn't really know how to prepare for him, nor make the adjustments right. Uh, but then you come into Stillwater, a ranked team, top 25, top 10 now. They got the film, you know, yeah. <laughs> they 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 got the film. And, they have a uh, whole
1: lot of film of Taylor Brice, too, because, you know, lot. he just popped off that game.
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. So they had a lot to go by, a yeah. whole lot to go by. And so, um, you know, I, I think that's one end of the spectrum. And then two. Um, It's kind of like we talked about earlier in the year. It's like, you know, do you have the leaders and the playmakers to step up in those big time moments on the road? Right. Mm -hmm. Because it's very easy to play at home. Right. Like not to say that it would have been any different had we gone to Waco last week. But us being at home made a huge difference. Mm Right. Right. Yeah. Um, it gave us a lot of like momentum, a lot of excitement, a lot of energy from the crowd. I mean, we, the the pictures have been posted all weekend from you know uh, fans storming the field. So, yep. a lot of that I, I think contributed to the win last week against Baylor. But you know, again, Oklahoma State is ranked. Uh, they got plenty of film on Chandler Morris, and you know, winning on the road against a ranked team is a, a difficult thing to do. So.
1: Well, and another know, thing, and I, I've been saying this since you know I came here, love TCU to death. We have some mm-hmm. of the greatest fans in the world in Fort Worth. We do not yep. travel well. OSU no. is what three and a half, four hours away from Fort Worth. Mm. <laughs> like we just, yep. we don't travel well as a program, and. You know, I think that definitely hurts us. Home field advantage is a real thing. Oh, yeah, and, uh, you know, having that momentum and that energy from the crowd is just, it's, I'm sure it's a real thing, you know, and, you know, you can obviously tell us more being an actual player, but yeah, we don't travel well as a team.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, when you, you go on the road and it's just the cheerleaders and, you know, the, 20, 30 fans that came like
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you know it, it's kind of tough man it, it really is it, it's kind of it's kind of tough to create your own energy and and create the the momentum yourself and for your team like that's a tough thing to do not that it's impossible because teams have done it and I mean teams have done it all year i just think that you know for the situations and the circumstances that TCU has been in, in the last couple of weeks mm-hmm um creating that kind of momentum on the road is is a challenge it's it's a it's a real challenge you know uh because I mean I think everything rolls down here right so your head guy has been removed from the program or he resigned mm-hmm. um now your coaches are kind of discombobulated right because I mean if we just being honest like the staff is there because coach P has them there yeah um now, the, whoever the new person is going to be, I mean, it's going to be a different decision, different conversation. But I mean, I could imagine that the staff is kind of discombobulated a little bit. You know, as much you know, as much as they are doing their best to stay locked in and and do what they need to do to win, mm-hmm. become bowl eligible. But I mean, you know, you got coaches kind of discombobulated, then that goes down into the locker room, into the players, like. You know, you got the older guys who're getting ready to transition out and get ready for the league, and you got younger guys who're trying to figure out if their favorite coach is going to be there or not. So, like, it's a lot. I think um, that that that's going on as far as you know, behind the scenes, off the field kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that plays it plays in a, it has in a direct uh, effect on how they play on Saturday. So, you know, it, I mean. Not that it's any one person's fault or anything like that. It's just a rough Saturday. (laughs) Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, it was a rough Saturday.
1: Well, I think it was also a lot more rough going off of everything that you just said because Mm -hmm. I think this is how everybody expected TCU to perform last week when everything had just happened. You know, we had just Mm -hmm. lost Coach P, we had, you know, changed quarterbacks we had lost zach evans and you know kendry miller and you know a lot was going on you know in the program and i think that's everyone was expecting that to happen last week so i think that made this loss even worse because they saw oh that didn't happen last week like cool we're still thriving we're still doing our thing we're doing great things now and you know i think everyone came into this game with high hopes so I don't know. I feel like that almost kind of made it worse that it was two weeks later rather than (laughs) the week of.
0: Yeah, the week of.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. But, you know, talking about talking about coaches, you know, we've talked about on episodes before that, you know, like you just said, a lot of the coaches, you know, were there because of Coach P. You know, they were behind (laughs) Coach P. What what do you think, you know, as a player and, you know, someone who's who's well into the well into the industry, what might happen there when we do get a new head coach here?
0: Um I, I think I think a lot of different things can happen. Uh, but you know, just looking at standard programs and just looking at um the way things are usually done. Usually a college staff is put together by that head coach. And um, you know, and it could be for various reasons, whether a coach, you know, was really good at another school and the head coach brought him on to his staff or where the coaches have been coaching together for a long time. So, um, like, for instance, Coach Sharp, Dan Sharp, him and Coach P have been together for a very, very long time, right? So, um, you know, it's it's different kind of situations like that. Um, and then you have situations to where, you know, the head coach is just kind of – he may just kind of take the staff that was already there and try to, you know, figure out, you know, a formula to win. But um, I think, you know, coaching-wise, I think – Whoever they bring in, right? Um, it's going to be, I, I think, one of the big things that, that's going to be spotlighted is—is is he going to bring his own staff or is he going to keep the same one? Um, and I remember the article that we talked about, you know, a couple of weeks ago, where the guy was pretty much talking about the importance of bringing in new coaches and kind of, kind of innovating developmental coaches into your program and continuing to have guys that are you know are kind of recreating themselves in their craft meaning coaches getting better and progressing and not just being satisfied with being a coach so i think a lot of that is going to have to do with whoever that whoever that they bring in You know whether he's going to bring his own staff or if he's going to keep the same one Um, and then i think you know on the other end of things i think you know um I think the future of TCU is going to be greatly affected now um, because I assume that they want the next guy to be the right guy. Right. Um, I know that, I know it was a Deion Sanders conversation going around, Mm -hmm. um, which I just, in just my personal opinion, I just couldn't believe that. But um, I think, you know, a part of that is going to be TCU finding the right guy uh, to kind of keep the same TCU energy, but also bring some new energy in as well, Uh, bring in some new kind of, some new kind of, new kind of direction, you know, uh, so to speak, or a new theme uh, for the program. So, uh, like I said, with coaching changes, a lot of times it's the head coach and his staff are going to a university or going to another university. And other times it's, you know, head coach is coming in and he's just got to work with the staff that he has. So, um, I think it's gonna be an interesting conversation here in a couple of months about who the right guy is gonna be for that program.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I'm kind of glad to hear that you know they're they're not hopping right on it and trying to get somebody super quick because you know, mm-hmm. like you were saying, I I think it's important to find the right guy, you know. But you know, just just like you were saying, I I definitely do think TCU needs. Um, uh, how do I go about saying this? I, I guess just, you know, different opinions outside you know, outside opinions and you know, I think that change might be good for good for the program in the long run and you know, um so yeah, I, I'm definitely interested to see uh where that where that's gonna go this off season. Yeah, so. yeah
0: it's gonna be interesting. Definitely gonna be interesting.
1: Yeah. Staying tuned, staying tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well I you know, you always say you got to give credit where credit is due, and I just that's have definitely. to bring up really quick Jalen Warren. Yeah, for Oklahoma yeah. State, yeah. man had three touchdowns in the first half. <laughs> <laughs> he got just oh, touchdown man. after touchdown. He got he got the Cowboys up to twenty-one yeah. in the first half. So, uh, yeah, definitely giving credit where credit is due. That that you know that's a great performance there by him and you mm-hmm. know by the Cowboys. But as much as I wish that was a uh, that was our Demarcado Mercado or someone on our team, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but definitely know. a great
1: performance by him. So
0: most definitely him and him and uh, Dominic. Uh, Richardson. I think it's Richardson. Yeah. Dominic mm-hmm. Richardson as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, they both had explosive games. Yeah. Uh, they both were over 100 yards. Both of them had at least two touchdowns. So yeah. Um, I mean, like, yeah, you gotta give credit what credit is due. Like they're not just ranked for no reason. You know what I mean? Like they they are they're ranked for a reason. They they are who they are for a reason. So um I like I said, I, I'm I'm just kind of curious as to where was our like rush defense. <laughs> um, because now that I go now that I'm going back through the box score, I'm like, they've had one two three four running backs who all got into the end zone yep uh three of them had at least two touchdowns and I'm like okay like (laughs) okay like like I've never heard of that like you know I've I've (laughs) never heard of at least three running backs having two touchdowns apiece um which is beyond me uh it, it truly is beyond me man
1: Well, and I was, I was talking about this and I've said this for the past few weeks and I I know a lot of people have as well that, you know, our defense, in my opinion, did not look bad on the early downs. Mm -hmm. I don't know what happens on third down. But TCU's yeah. defense loses their absolute minds. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, did, yeah, you did you guys remember? Did you guys <laughs> remember how to play football? You know, th- they do a great job. Like, I was like, wow, like, you know, our defense is doing great, making big stops, you know, good for them. Awesome. And then the third down hits, and that's when the Cowboys just run down the entire field and get a touchdown.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's 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 amazing how that happens because – I think we talked about earlier in the, in the, in the, in the season of this show, but you know, third down is the down, it's the money down. It's the down where everything matters, uh, in my opinion. And I mean, there's other downs too, or, or, you know, certain situations in the game, but you can, uh, you can bet your, your bottom dollar on third down, making a difference in the game. And, um, OSU was 11 for 15 Mm -hmm. for, uh, for third down. And so, you're 11 for 15. Like you, you figuring something out on third down. Something is working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something is working on third down, and it, it could have been one of on the four running end. backs. <laughs> 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 right, right. Something is definitely not working on our end. I mean, I, and I know we're gonna talk about our offense too, but like I said, I mean, OSU's third down efficiency was pretty potent mm-hmm. on uh, on Saturday. I mean, they they figured out how to get the job done on on Saturday on third down.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. And honestly, you know, talking about their defense too, I was just like – I truly think that defense made made a huge difference in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, obviously their offense, you know, did as well. They got 63 points on the board. But, you know, their defense just stopping us to – a field goal when you know TCU this entire season has been pretty well known for you know at least putting up points once they get to the red zone right. uh you know and that just didn't happen this game and you know their their defense was really cracking down on us for sure uh you know from all aspects of of our offense so that was that they were just unstoppable out there
0: Yeah man uh yeah their their defense did play lights out I mean yeah. they held us to 2 2 for 13 on third down so whatever they were dialing up on third down it it worked you know it worked um, we need to look at them
1: do whatever they do for for sure
0: <laughs> whatever they do on defense that's what we need to do but no it, it it's it, it does say a lot it does say it says a lot about w- the decisions that are being made on third down whether it's on offense or defense right um because as much as we rave about Chandler Morris the week before or last week um like I said OSU got this film right so they they were fully prepared for whatever he was capable of um to hold him to you know two for 13 on third downs and only 12 first downs in the game compared to OSU's 35 first downs so like again I don't know what was talked about in OSU's defensive meeting rooms last week but all eyes were on Chandler Morris, um, which as they should, you know, as they should, you know, yeah. You got to give credit where credit is due, like as they should have been. I mean, because he absolutely demoralized Baylor. Mm-hmm. So I could only imagine that, you know, they look at the film and say, OK, all right. Chandler Morris, cool, we'll 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 neutralize him without a doubt. Um, yeah. And, you know, they they did it well.
1: They definitely did. You know, and and I wanna I wanna ask you also because I've gotten this question a lot this week, and we asked the same one last week post Baylor, mm-hmm. but I think you know it, it might be a little bit of a different question this week with Chandler Morris's fate and Max Duggan's fate now. Yeah. yeah. You know, because post Baylor, I feel like it was without a doubt. How could you put back in Max Duggan after you see? After you see a quarterback <laughs> yeah, perform that. like that, you know. Yeah. But you but you know after this, I guess you know I've had people ask what what are our opinions on Chandler Morris now, you know, and obviously it's a little different. We were playing a number ten team, but you know Baylor was what number twelve when we played him too. So I guess I guess what are our opinions on the in the quarterback room now?
0: Um, I still think you I still think you let it play out. Like I I don't I don't think you can make a decision from week to week like that Um, some coaches do some coaches do it well for others or for most it don't work out that well when you try to do the two quarterback system Um, Caleb
1: Williams and uh, Spencer (laughs) Rattler
0: there we go you know what I mean (laughs) there we go so um, again like I I don't think I don't think coach Meacham makes a decision just yet I think that you continue to let it play out Um, as far as we know Max is is has a broken foot as far as we know and so To his to his credit, you know, he has an injury, so he's not really able to compete at 100 percent capacity. So you can't, in my opinion, you can't really choose one over the other when the playing field is not necessarily fair, if that makes sense. You know, Max played this week and Chandler played this week, then maybe, yeah, we could sit down and we could look at their numbers and, you know, go back and forth about pros and cons. But uh, with Max dealing with an injury right now, you know, and and Chandler being a new guy on the block, like, you know, it's not really an even playing field to be able to make a decision. So, um, but, you know, like we said last week, like the transfer portal is like free agency. It's like NFL free agency. If a kid wants to go somewhere else, he has all the right in the world and the freedom to do so. So you know, I mean, it, it is a, it's gonna be interesting for sure about you know whatever decision is gonna be made. But um, I, like I said, right now I just don't think a decision can be made. You just kind of go with the flow each and every week.
1: No, absolutely. And speaking of the transfer portal, I, uh, a few weeks ago Matthew Downing entered uh, the transfer portal. So yeah that's, yeah. that'll be interesting to see where he goes also. And obviously best of luck to him to wherever he goes. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah no, I I totally agree with that. And, uh, I, I, I totally forgot about, you know, Duggan's Duggan's injury. So,
0: yeah, um,
1: but yeah, you know, and I mean something else to think about too, I guess, and it's a little premature to think about this cause Duggan's still a junior, but you know, he does mm-hmm. only have one season left. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta start planning for, after that and Chandler yeah. is a freshman so give him the reps.
0: Yeah, that's true. That yeah. is true. Um I, I I I do agree with you as far as Max coming towards the end of his career, uh college career that is, mm-hmm. um, and you know preparing to try to go to the next level. I think I think his senior year is going to be huge. I think he's gonna make the of the story. Um, not to say that you put Chandler on the back burner, but um, it's like an unspoken rule in football. Like you got to give, you know, your your upperclassmen or, you know, seniority their opportunity, right? Because there was one day where Max was a freshman that everybody was raving about, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know? So you got to at least be respectful in giving him his opportunity to close out his college career in whatever, you know, shape, form, and fashion he decides to yeah um you know and and you know i I just think that's fair you know i just think that's fair that you you do it that way but um you know coaches might have different opinions than mine <laughs> and at the end of the day they got to make that call so uh but i like i said i think uh i think it's gonna work out though i think it's gonna work out
1: no absolutely it's all gonna work out and uh you know we're <laughs> we're playing kansas next week now which yeah we have talked about in the past weeks it's it's Mm -hmm. kind of the he who shall not be named you know school because they were one and eight prior to this weekend but they did just Mm -hmm, upset mm -hmm. texas so uh i mean i guess we'll talk about that on thursday but uh that's (laughs) i think it's going to be an interesting game Oh, yeah. Uh, seeing, seeing kind of how – I mean, like, I know that they lost to OU too, but, I mean, seeing how they played against OU and how they played against Texas, it's going to be uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, man. I, hey, you listen, any given Saturday it could happen.
1: You know, <laughs> right? I know. Any given
0: Saturday it could happen. Like, we didn't Last have a chance. Last week it was Baylor. Right. <laughs> this week it
1: was OU in Texas.
0: Yeah. So, you know, hey, any any – it can happen. It can happen, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. It can happen. It's not impossible, but – uh, like you said, we'll we'll talk about that that school <laughs> later this week,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, the chances that we got to to do what we need to do.
1: For sure, and you know now the now Oklahoma State is nine and one, and I I'm really looking forward to uh, watching uh, OU OSU this year bedlam. Yeah, that's gonna be yeah. a good one for that sure. It's gonna
0: be good. Yeah, that's gonna be good. Um, There's I, some
1: I, good games in the coming weeks.
0: Yeah, I think it's gonna be a slugger. I, I honestly think it's gonna be a slugger. Like, really? They're gonna have to yeah it's gonna be a back and forth game i think yeah. in my honest opinion like yeah. you know and, and then the last game last game of uh of uh of the season regular season so oklahoma oklahoma state so i think it's gonna be a back and forth i think it is
1: that's huge i oh i didn't even think about it being the last game mm-hmm. yep. that's huge
0: it's gonna be the last game of the season so it'll be it'll be a lot of it, it I to me i think it's gonna be a David versus Goliath type of situation
1: where, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, <laughs> whoever makes the last play wins. Yeah. Know?
1: Who's going to come out on top.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll see though. We'll see how it works out.
1: For sure. All right. Well, TCU now moves on to four and six on the season. We have two more games left. J.D., one more home <laughs> game.
0: Yeah. One we more. got
1: Kansas coming to Fort Worth this Saturday. What time is the game at? Do we know yet? Um, oh, 3 p.m., right? 3
0: p.m. Yeah, 3, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right, so
1: we got a midday game. 3 p.m., Kansas Jayhawks will be here at Amanji Carter Stadium to take on TCU Horn Frogs. We'll be back on Thursday to preview that game, see what's going on over there in, uh, up in Kansas. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> as always, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to Believe in TCU Football, and we will see you next time.